0: Hello, everybody out there in the theme park universe. Welcome to another episode of the Party of Two podcast right here on Anchor, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm one of your hosts, the Internet's Mark B. Donica.
1: And I'm your other host, the Internet's Andrea Donica.
0: Today we're going to be talking about Christmas, and it should be a joyful time, but 2020 has been an absolute dumpster fire. So <laughs> what how does this affect Christmas? Well, as medical professionals have uh, let everybody know, don't. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't like don't visit family like there's a lot of people in our circles of friends that are like, This is gonna be the first time I'm not gonna be spending Christmas at home. Uh Thanksgiving at home. Don't like I am not here for Thanksgiving erasure, but I am super happy for for Christmas and Christmas time. Yeah. Especially after uh America's uh great event that happened at the beginning of November. I think I think we've all earned a joyous Christmas season, a safe, joyous Christmas season. But um As a result of that, the one Disney uh, theme park that is open, or I guess resort that is open in America, is trying to take advantage of, uh, people wanted to be involved in Christmas stuff, uh, and, and so they're doing some form of their Christmas stuff, and we're here to talk about how that's probably not that good of an idea.
1: Yeah. And I mean, there are certain things that are like, yes, absolutely. Keep doing this. And then there are other things where it's like, well, you got rid of this and now you're doing this as a change, but you're still causing the exact problem that you meant to stop in the first place. So I just don't understand. There's some things that just really confuse me about their choices and obviously, you know, they they want people to come visit. Uh, Bob Chapek, who had very recently been saying that they had no intention of raising the uh, percentage of capacity for their parks and letting more people in uh, from 25%, boosted it up to 35%. And that is a big change. It might not sound like it when I say those numbers, but... For, you know, Magic Kingdom that expects so many thousands of visitors regularly, that 10% changes a lot already. Mm -hmm. And they might calculate things a certain way, but there are just certain realities to crowd control that you need to anticipate and respect and acknowledge.
0: I think that goes for guests and for uh, uh, staff because um, one of the big surprises that came this year, at least when it came to the Magic Kingdom, was they decided to not do parades, but they're doing cavalcades, which is essentially uh, characters walk, there's one small... Uh, float or vehicle and then there's one large vehicle like essentially a full parade float and they have split that up into four three or four
1: i think it's four
0: yeah it's yeah four different miniature cavalcades that happen like every half hour,
1: and for this specifically, we're referring to Magic Kingdom, and we'll go into the different parks across yeah. Walt Disney World Resort.
0: Some are do, some are are doing better than others. Yeah, uh, Magic Kingdom. If you're a longtime listener to this uh, this show, um, keeps being the problem child. It at always least, at is. least for for me.
1: Yeah, well, and for me personally, I think Disney Hollywood Studios is the. Biggest issue out of everything,
0: the problemist child. But
1: uh, Magic Kingdom is what really drives people to come to the resort in the first place. Mm -hmm. It is the one park out of the four that you can guarantee everybody's gonna go to if they make a visit, so that's kind of the one thing that you have to prepare for. Um as has been noted in the chat yes a lot of employees have been laid off at Disney and all across various theme parks throughout the US and you know and the throughout world. the world and you know different countries are obviously doing Better with COVID nineteen than others, and the U.S. is especially not doing well. I Disneyland Paris end. had to close back down recently. It, they, they
0: also d- different countries treat their unemployed better. Yes, especially during this time. Um, but the the big the big like topic of discussion is why executives were given their like their. Uh, their bonuses
1: back to full pay because originally they had scaled it back down and right as they raised their regular pay and bonuses back up that's when a whole slew of additional layoffs came there's going to be more obviously there's a lot of people struggling struggling in the pandemic Um, theme park employees especially entertainment people that have worked in certain shows over the parks for decades are suddenly out of a job and they don't know what to do. There are multiple places that you can donate. There are several food pantries. Please check out party of two pod
0: on, on Twitter.
1: Twitter. And I've shared a lot of different places where you can donate. Just search. Uh, there's an orange County. Ironically, there are two orange, orange, County, orange California, counties.
0: and orange County, Florida,
1: uh, The Orange County one that I'm referring to is specifically for over in Anaheim. And of course, there are several as well for Walt Disney World. And again, anybody that's listening to this, if there is an additional uh, resource that anyone can donate to that you would like for us to share, please, please message us. Let us know. We are happy to share it. We want to Spread as much help as possible. It's a really hard time for everybody, and you know we got to spread the love. It, it's especially, especially the holidays. It's no, going like, to be right harder now.
0: Like <laughs> November, December is a tough time for uh, any any work, let alone independent contractor work or hourly work. Uh, especially when you don't have it. Um, as somebody who's been an independent contractor for the past even actually even when when i had like a a loose contract it was or stuff that was out people that have hourly based jobs uh on top of of just being independent looking for independent work november and december is terrifying because you want to celebrate but there's this looming there's this looming biz of will i be able to pay january's rent and uh, thankfully, this year, uh, certain stars have aligned to allow us to, to at least get through January, uh, uh, thanks to uh, a good friend offering a, a wonderful gig. But um, there are a lot of people that aren't as lucky, so make sure to, to keep an ear out, an eye out. Uh, and if if there are food pantries and, and places to donate, uh, do it. But all of that to go about and, and uh, talk about Okay, well there's 35% more or there's 10% more capacity than they reopened with. But do they have all of the bodies that they need? And and I'm going to say for Magic Kingdom, they don't.
1: They don't, and it doesn't seem like they've brought really any additional employees back save for maybe like a couple of entertainment performers for a few things, but past that you don't see additional employees working at attractions or doing any sort of spacing for social distancing where you know we really need to see employees working they're just laying off more mm-hmm. and i just don't understand that it's something that i <laughs> i have a major problem with with disney doing right now and it it needs to be talked about I I don't understand why they keep doing this. And really, it just feels to me that they're going to continue to do this. They're going to continue to raise capacity. And they're not going to bring back more employees.
0: It's going to be a skeleton crew for a while. Which is beyond unfortunate. Um, There are are, uh, pass holders and guests that complain about... Uh, the magic is gone. Everybody's wearing a mask, or blah blah blah, or this that. The other thing is like people's lives are, like, on not not just the employees, like the entire world has been shaken to its core of a new way of life and a new way that we need to take care of each other as a planetary society, and we, like we understand the risk. Of going to the theme parks, though I think we're we may have one more trip in us for the season just because of how much this last one really affected us. Yeah. Um and it's not even gonna be Disney. we 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 wanna go to Universal one more time. Um, but it's it's weird to finally be Disneyed out because it was the thing of, oh well, we have a place where we can go and feel safe because people have to comply. And much like you predicted, uh, in terms of hey, we need to we need to go to these places as soon as possible before they start getting a little bit more lax, a little bit more lax, a little bit more lax, and at least Magic Kingdom, I I don't want to go back until vaccine. That because, and 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 it's more on the company and less on the people because when we went to Epcot. We would s- frequently see people with si- or cast members with signs and reminding people, "Hey, please keep your mask on." And those numbers have dwindled, and but that's also because EPCOT. There are two roads. One one goes to one side, one goes to the other, and then World Showcase is a circle. It's very easy to patrol those areas.
1: Right, and I mean specifically, they had people. They had cast members walking around with those signs, specifically in World Showcase because of the Food and Wine Festival.
0: But now I, I, with the holiday treats, with any treats, you know, Disney, you see people walking around all the, or like in the before time, of course, you would see people walking around with a, a giant turkey leg or a chimichanga or a churro or this or that and, or if the funnel cake, whatever, ice cream. And there, there was always a treat. There are Disney treats that you walk around with and even more like super more so now in and around food places there needs to be more please wear your mask until you are at the side of on the side of the road we the point is uh as much as they have diversified their announcements and added more details in terms of if if uh you do not comply with these things you will be asked to leave the park um people aren't Listening, people don't care.
1: Yeah, and I I've read some really interesting things, anecdotes from cast members on Twitter as well hmm. that have been really unfortunate to uh, see in here, and then also experience things that happen right in front of us. I want to focus specifically on Magic Kingdom first, and then we'll kind of jump around to sure, the sure. different parks for what we've I th- seen.
0: I think it's the biggest, uh, the biggest um, violator.
1: Yes, so we'll, we'll go with the daytime stuff and then we'll go into nighttime. So mm. we've got these cavalcades, which are, you know, they're mini parades. They got rid of parades so that people wouldn't be clustering around. People are still clustering around. No one is giving each other six feet of personal space. Um, and they might have one or two cast members stationed where the cavalcades are coming through, they don't say anything to the visitors there at all. And I mean, to be fair, you don't want to put these employees at risk for a a possibly volatile situation. You don't want them to start to get into a fight with... A disgruntled visitor for being told that they're not following the rules. Mm -hmm. But somebody needs to keep the order and the peace. Like the reality is, too. (laughs) The reality is, too, not everybody is intentionally being belligerent, right? Like sometimes people, it, it's overwhelming to go to these theme parks. You have all of the sensory overload that you don't necessarily remember. Oh, I need to keep more space between myself and others. Oh, I should probably back up. Oh, my kid took their mask off and I should probably tell them to put it back on. There are these different little things that, really somebody needs to say something and if the employees aren't going to do it what what are we supposed to do you know you you want to I want to say with all of the confidence in the world that it's perfectly safe to visit the theme parks right now but I can't do that I I would be dishonest to you to anybody listening right now if I said that of course there are inherent risks do I feel it's safer than going to my local grocery store? Yes, I do.
0: That, that's what I was going to say, is there are, because of certain things in place... Uh, like, the other day, I, I went to what I was hoping would be a quick jaunt to the local Walmart. <laughs> and there is no... There's there's nothing. You know, like, people are asked to, but there's... It's... I, it, I call it my my paralysis demon because i hate going in there but because of how things are uh in the world and financially sometimes that's our best way to like stock up on real cheap food that can last a while so i try to limit how much i go there as much as possible because it's terrible but even with um but even with uh Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom more so, I think, because there's so many different walkways and and tighter passageways and people are are more just like, "Wow, look at everything." that they don't they they just don't pay attention. And uh for those of you that don't know, we do record these episodes live on Twitch at twitchtv markbedonica, and that allows people watching along at home to comment. Much like Justine Beans. Hi Justine. Uh who is a uh, watching from the UK and uh, she mentions that in the UK under 11 aren't required to wear a mask.
1: That's wild to me. Yeah, because here
0: it's four, three or four. It's young.
1: The the CDC recommends two and up to wear masks. Um, I think legally from what I've read, no one's enforcing it like uh, other than three and up. Okay. And obviously, it's hard to tell when you're just looking at a child what age they are, too. So, that's how a old are tricky. you, boy? <laughs> <laughs> um, over in Magic Kingdom, besides these cavalcades that are coming around, and I mean, they're cute, and, and I appreciate seeing some sort of a little miniature float go by. I'm happy to see some of the characters coming around, but. People are still gathering around. It might be moving by really fast, but people are still stopping and they're still breathing down each other's necks. It's a problem. And if you're going to get rid of the parades, you shouldn't be having the cavalcades. That's just my opinion. I think it's fine to have the characters maybe up on a balcony somewhere. Um, Maybe some of them that can talk, say something. Maybe pre-record Mickey and Minnie saying happy holidays and, and different things, but... You just, you can't have these cavalcades going and expect that people are going to not stop. Of course they're going to.
0: So they, they've been doing the cavalcades for a little bit, but f- specifically for the Christmas ones, they're doing them more frequently than they were doing the bog standard one. And that, that's where I think the problem is, is because people pick up on the pattern and then they plant and um, speaking of daytime entertainment, there was a surprise return of the Muppets to, um, I always, I, I don't know why I always go to Discovery Bay, but that's not what it's called. I will never remember what it's called. Liberty Square. Liberty Square. I don't know Discovery why. Discovery Bay. I don't
1: know why. I don't know why. I, I, um, Tony Baxter. Probably I don't Tony know.
0: Baxter. But... Um, yeah, so there, there was a show that used to happen there with the Muppets called Great Muppets in History, but mostly American parts. Blah, blah blah blah. It was Kermit, Gonzo, Miss Piggy, Fozzie, the Chickens, and Sam the Eagle. And there was a pre-recorded spiel, all of that stuff. Um, well, Disney owns the Muppets. They haven't recorded anything new, but they understand that people want the Muppets. So using the same sort of... Using the same set... That they used for the previous show, they have dressed the characters up in Christmas garb,
1: with really small little accessories mm-hmm. to just kind of indicate that it's holidays. And
0: they do little pantomime comedy scenes because they didn't—they don't have new dialogue for them because it was a pre-recorded thing that the puppeteers would uh, would mime to. So it's cool,
1: but it's but kind it's of weird.
0: weird. Um, and it's—but it's also it's an. It's in another place where people gather. It's right outside of the Hall of Presidents. Nobody wants to go in there, so they hang out and they wait for the Muppets. So now the Muppet things happen... In between the cavalcades. Yes. So you can plant yourself in a place, or people congreg- people keep congregating for the Muppets, but then when the, ca- and, ch- try- and to be fair, to be fair try <laughs> to space a little bit, but when the cavalcades come, they need the main road, so that pushes people together again. And there are no dots on the ground. People are just, people are trying.
1: But it's mm. hard. And then, you know, of course, some of the cast members that do come out, they're like, please don't stand in the walkways, we have a cavalcade coming. Not, Mm -hmm. hey, space yourselves out, it's get out of the way.
0: So that move, (laughs) um, but there's, so there's too much, there's too much. There's too much. I I would rather there be Muppets than the cavalcades. Also, the parade routes in in Florida are garbage. They're They're strange. Because, like, with, uh... Hey, California's better. But you (laughs) go from Main Street or Main Street. You go from Small World to Main Street, but that's like you're still kind of in between stuff. You're still on like a main road. You're you're going by some attractions, but they're still like in between. Whereas in uh, for anybody who's familiar with a Magic Kingdom style park, uh, but hasn't been to Walt Disney World and Magic Kingdom, you start essentially from Frontierland. And you go along the—it's not the rivers of America, but the rivers of America like that. That body of water. I think it's still the
1: rivers of America. Cool.
0: Um, You go along Frontierland through Discovery Bay, uh, through Liberty Square, and you go around the castle. And where does it go from there? I've already forgotten.
1: Um, It goes down Main Street. To the end and then kind of makes a hard okay. ride into backstage.
0: And then it... Go- yeah, that's right. Then it goes around the back of Adventureland to go around and do it again. Yeah. So it's a lot... It's crossing a lot more of those hard lines. And especially when it's a Christmas-themed... You know, even if it was just the Mickey... Like the, the Mickey birthday celebration. Um, it's, it's very jarring to have parades. And nighttime... I understand why people are people are talking about nighttime so much is because it's so dark that you can't notice that it's breaking all of the theming, and you just <laughs> you you find you find a place to plop down and enjoy the the parade. But these these are disruptive. It's like oh, it's nice to see Clarabelle making cookies. Oh, it's nice to see people in their holiday outfits. But there are ways to do it without endangering people at this time.
1: Yes, and I will say it, it is interesting the the four different sets that they have. There is one that has Max driving in a gingerbread car.
0: And that's sweet. It's it's less of like the actual content and and more of the more of the 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 why. <laughs> it's not the what, it's the why.
1: Yeah. Um and and they still have also Merida or sometimes guest on riding on a horse going through for a little bit once in a while. Um, they had some of the holiday characters come out. You do see the toy soldiers come out with the marching band, which I think is excellent. And I of course want the marching band to stick around. I'm glad they're still around. Um, and, uh, the reindeer come out and the gingerbread men come out. We did not see snowmen.
0: No. Which we
1: were a little sad about.
0: More like no man. Oh. Oh yeah, that's also in the that's also in Let It Snow. That's also a thing. Um but but yeah, it's it's cool to see them. I'm I still like personally it like there there are reasons why it it, it meant more if but like the first time going and the first time seeing them, if they were if they were all spaced out, if it happened, but huh, I understand so hard. They're in a loop of BS ultimately <laughs> because well no because think about it, you're like all right we don't want people to congregate so we have to do shorter things, but what if people to like if people want to see this thing we have to do it frequent enough to where people can actually see it. So that means that we have instead of doing one every forty five minutes or one every hour okay, what if we do one every 30 minutes so that you, we run through all of them and then people can be done and they can move on with their day as opposed to re- people really just sitting, plopping on a bench and waiting and taking up space and being in the way, like camping out for stuff, like camping out for Fantasmic or whatever. So I, I, under- I, I, I understand, but I don't agree with it.
1: And you you know why they're doing this, I've realized? Because Disney is basing this off of the don't be around anyone for more than 15 minutes. I think that's what they're basing this (sighs) on, which obviously is ridiculous. I mean, obviously, the longer you're around somebody, the more likely it is to be exposed. But if somebody sneezes, that's it. It goes out into the air that's it, um, and Disney does say that they keep updating their rules and things based off of CDC recommendations. You know they have a whole health department for themselves to advise them with. They're working very closely with the government in that way. But come on, come, come on, come you on. know hey. better. Come on. come on, come on, like you, you, you know what you're doing. It's you- so complicated. <laughs>
0: you know what you're doing but it's it's part of the reason why like that didn't that didn't ruin like christmas time at disney for me that, no. like i'm not saying that but right now i'm uh, with with all of my concerns over magic kingdom already adding that into it i'm very much a uh, i'm not i i i think like signed sealed and delivered a document that says I do not feel comfortable in Magic Kingdom right now, and I have delivered that document to uh, to my local magistrate. But that's uh, that, huh? and I've 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 primed a document for Hollywood Studios. But we haven't been there since September because we had a really bad experience in September. Though I think some of the steps that they tried to take with. Uh, alleviating some of the stresses of Rise of the Resistance. I think, ultimately, those have helped, but we haven't experienced that firsthand. Right. And I I still don't necessarily want to experience that firsthand. Yeah,
1: no, and obviously, since they have race capacity, I've been seeing people... Uh, commenting online that obviously it's even more (laughs) difficult now. (laughs) It's even more difficult now. Forget getting on Rise of the Resistance, like ever. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel bad for anybody that's visiting from out of town and has never been on the ride. I think it's going to be very difficult for them to get on it at all. (laughs) Signing this
0: one so I can seal it and deliver it to the magistrate. That's two down.
1: But back to Magic Kingdom for mm-hmm. a second. Muppets, it's great. Keep I want the Muppets to be more involved in the theme parks and I want great moments of in history to come back eventually. Um it is eerie not hearing them talk. Please fix that. Yeah. You've got voices. Just have them record something. It's not that tricky and
0: getting them getting them getting the audience used to some of the newer voices for some of the classic characters i think putting them in the theme parks might be helpful for them.
1: absolutely oh and by the way the little kids were super excited if you think that muppets aren't important to this generation of little kids we literally had a little set of groupies that were screaming for different characters to come out um Oh, yeah. Animal is in there, too. Uh, I don't think you mentioned that. Animal...
0: I don't remember seeing Animal. I've got pictures.
1: I feel like I saw... I got the receipts. Well, maybe... I remember them screaming for Animal.
0: They wanted Animal, but Animal never came out.
1: (gasps) Yeah. Okay, fix that, too. We need Animal. (laughs) Um, But jumping into nighttime. Nighttime was when things got really scary, in my opinion. Um, obviously while Disney was saying okay we're not going to do fireworks because more people are going to gather instead we're going to do projection mapping on the castle and it's going to change and do like different holiday decorations on it very exciting and of course there's generic light holiday decorations throughout the park, though, mostly just on Main Street, which I find it, it's a major difference between Magic Kingdom and Disneyland in Anaheim, where you see the decorations throughout the entire park. It really is more concentrated to just the entrance, which is a little weird, um, though Jingle Cruise is, of course, back this year. There. The moment that the lights went down, people were kind of starting to hover around the castle because they were waiting for it. And then when the lights did come on, you don't hear a, a bunch of like swelling music to let you know that it's going to happen. You you hear like little sprinkling there's a cue. There's, there's, a queue, there's like a little magic like... sprinkling
0: noise. Ladies of and gentlemen. <laughs> like there's nothing there's nothing like that. It's not like the lights go down. It's just it's a it's a like a pixie dust X S Q of the projection mapping on the castle changing. Did you ever figure out how much it was? It like 15 minutes? 10 minutes? It's it too felt, long. It,
1: it felt like maybe 15 minutes between different sets, but literally everyone just stopped and was staring at the castle.
0: Mm-hmm. Waiting for something to happen. And... That's th- what
1: we were trying to prevent, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And it just happened. There are no
0: dots on the ground. There's dots on the ground. Dots, dots on the ground. You're looking like a fool with no dots on the ground. There were none whatsoever. What's up, early two thousands memes? Um, but there, there was nothing. And just trying to get through, like one, trying to take that in is difficult because you have to have. A, we we got lucky and we found a cubby on one of the one of the walkways down from the castle. And so it was still a thing of, okay, we're still pulled over. And 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 as a note, we've said this before in other shows, we very rarely take our masks off. And it is it is according to the the rules that are set in place by Disney. We I don't we rarely even like pull over. Like some sometimes we pull over and we and we have some water, but ultimately it's um, if we if we have snacks, we go to relaxation areas. Yeah. So where it's like, okay, everybody has their masks off here, but it's all properly spaced, and this is an area for that. Um, but usually, it's before we get out of the car, masks on. Get back into the car, masks off. Like one hundred percent, because of how not stringent fellow park goers may or may not be. It's what we have to do to be comfortable, and it's it's one of those things of we understand both the risk and the responsibility of being able to go out in this scenario. And other than this, other than other than Disney, we don't do anything. We go to the store. That's it. We yeah. stay home. Like as uh, I. I everybody misses so much from the life the life before um, but it's it's one of those responsibilities that people have to take seriously and uh, we understand that this is kind of a frivolity but oh, if you're going so, something that I, I, I wish I could I could put out into the world I'd wear a sandwich board everywhere I go. If you can't wear a mask, don't do the task. If you do not feel comfortable wearing a mask for eight hours on end, don't go. Pete, like we fully accept and and understand what happens. Like back in the summer when we went to Epcot for the first time, it's uh it it was something where we lasted about an hour and a half, and we we're like, we can't do this, so we left. Yeah. Like it's it's just that easy. People who are coming in from out of the state, it's I understand it's harder. But if you understand that you might be, a appro- you might approach that hurdle on your trip, don't plan it. Save that money and go at a time that you can be comfortable being there. Ultimately, but like with with all of these Christmas decorations, the this this is a major reason why people visit the resort yeah. is to feel like wrapped up in the magic and i in my personal opinion i think the the projection mapping on the castle fine i don't i don't think it's anything to write home for i think it's like the i think it's the exact level of type of christmas thing that should be there but i think they should they should be a lot more straightforward with this changes every 15 minutes, please do not congregate around the castle, blah 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 blah. And like maybe so maybe instead of changing it every 15 minutes, it's every day. Monday is you get pretty blue castle with the blue gems. Tuesday castle is gingerbread castle. Wednesday castle is like toy boxes or or whatever the the other the one that that we took the picture with was because that way people can go into it with an expectation of, Oh, that's what this, that's what this Christmas is. You can have a favorite castle and then that's the day that you choose.
1: I would rather they just decorated the castle with garlands and lights and let it be the one thing. Mm. I think by not changing it, by keeping it the same, it, will draw less of a crowd it will it won't encourage people to come to see every individual thing by everybody <laughs> yeah, because everyone is a theme park influencer <laughs> um we just like talking about this stuff mm-hmm. and uh It's great. Everybody wants to be the first person to post up whatever new thing is there, whether it be a cupcake or a holiday decoration. (laughs) Obviously, people are going to freak out for every little thing, and they want to drive traffic to whatever it is. And everybody's trying to make money in whatever way they can right now, obviously, right? But
0: One of my favorite things about influencers... Is they'll take a picture of a new mask that's on sale, and their next picture will be against the purple wall without one, because and and that's for those of you who aren't familiar. What the announcements over over every intercom at any outdoor space is, uh, please keep your mask on unless you are actively eating or drinking while stationary. While stationary, and also uh, please keep your mask on while taking photos, and that is the most. I would even say more than more than food that is the most broken tenant of that of that announcement is people go oh it's just a second it's it's it'll be fine as opposed to like and it's it's so frustrating especially because you don't you don't know what anybody like people might like like I mentioned before that mom that may have been saving up for that big trip with the family who knows if it's We've been saving up for years. Yeah, little Timmy has a little bit of a cough, but I'm not going to let that stop him. And so, as like as a you you don't know, so you have to be as responsible as you can to help prevent that stuff. Uh, as Justine says in chat, if I can take my wedding photos masked, people can take Disney photos masked. Yes. there will always be an opportunity. And also, what what a timestamp. Yeah. Like this is this was our 2020 trip during COVID. And so here we have these once in a lifetime photos of us in a mask at Disney experiencing this very particular way to experience this event. This is a world event that we're experiencing very particularly. And also Disney has changed certain iconic photos. When we we took photos in front of the castle like a couple of months ago, they also had one, hey, so let's have you turning around and looking towards the castle. And I really like that idea and the photo because you don't get a sense of masks, you don't get whatever, and it's it's like looking towards the future yeah. and looking towards this fantasy and looking, like, it's, it's much more than, hey, we're here doing this thing. It's a picture with a message and I like that a lot more. And also, you don't get your mask in it. So, like, p- people don't understand services that can alleviate some of the concerns that you might have because they're not listening and they're not paying attention and they're not caring. So, and, and they're not Karen. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but it, it's, yeah, It the, the stopping and taking photos is such a problem.
1: Well, and because... The mask selling now is such a unique industry. There are people that are purposefully making masks that are meant to either not function correctly as a medical wearing mask or just as something um, kind of protesting the the wearing of masks. I saw something on Twitter from a cast member. I, I won't name who, but they had to stop a group of women that were partying around in Epcot they were literally wearing fishnet white glitter masks not- and <laughs> she was guard she was oh. at the entrance to an attraction and she said that's You clearly didn't wear these masks when you entered the park. I can't let you on this ride without wearing a proper mask. And of course, instantly, the entire group pulls out their regular masks out of their pocket and roll their eyes grumbling. And it's like, come on.
0: Uh, What are you doing? People clearly know better. But they make a decision to, decision to be terrible people. Yeah, and I'll I'll never forget. We were walking up to it was it was our last trip to Hollywood Studios. Uh, ex- yes, exactly. What more of a of a show of a spread of disease than glitter? Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Justin. Um, but uh, we were walking into Hollywood Studios, and there was a dad with a gator. And one of the things that again, in terms of like feeling safer on Disney property, is they don't allow masks with vents. Or gators because of the leading leading studies being that they do, they do nothing. Uh, they do nothing for other people. They only help the person. And as somebody who... Well, the
1: gator doesn't even protect the wearer. No.
0: And if anything, it's worse because it absorbs more moisture. And I know that firsthand. Like, I was have Earlier on... Quick aside. Earlier on, I was doing... I had a hard time finding, like, a, a cloth mask that fit me. Uh, because there's a lot of... Yeah. We had a lot of problems and it was hard to get the disposable masks. We eventually did. But in that time when we started doing disposable masks... I finally got gators in and anytime I get a new mask, I do a breath test and see if I can feel my breath like here and with gators. Oh yeah. Oh, 100%. And so like watching this dad walk up with the gator, just be like, he's going to be turned away and it's in, and he's going to have a bad day and that's his own fault. And pushing a stroller, kid wearing a mask, mom wearing a mask, like proper, proper mask.
1: It's always the dad's doing this stuff too. I'll
0: say it's 80% the dad's. Eighty percent the dads, okay. and sometimes with the moms, it's they're tired, <laughs> as opposed to the dads who are just jerks. Um, and as approaching a cast member, I was just sitting like, like, here we go, here we go. He <laughs> um, said, so uh, "Sir, we don't allow gators uh, into the into the thing if you have another mask." And he, of course, pulls out a, a one on a thing, like a, a disposable paper one, where it's like you. You just, knew it. Just do it. Just do it. Why it's so Why are you doing this? do it. You're making
1: everybody on. Ugh. This is not a political thing. This is a health concern. And literally, you won't be allowed into the theme park if you're not following the rules. You will be kicked out if you're being belligerent. Why are you making things so difficult? If you're going to a theme park, you're supposed to be having fun, right? You're supposed to be having a good day like why are you coming in with an attitude like that that's just something that i'm never going to understand with people it, it's like the the men that walk around saying oh most expensive day oh, yeah, ever most, most or expensive something day or like big dog shirts are oh, like really
0: silly business um i hate those taking taking that into account around the around christmas time like so take that those attitudes plus the need to, like, take nice Christmas pictures, quote, the need to take nice Christmas pictures, added to Disney trying to diversify what they offer to try to space people out, but it just brings people closer together. So that, I mean, we've spent most of this talking about Magic Kingdom, because it is, to me, it is the biggest problem child. It
1: is the biggest problem child. It has the castle. It's the most iconic of all of the parks. That is what... People are coming to the resort for in the first place.
0: F already sent my letter to the magistrate. Don't do it. Don't do Wait it. Wait till next. If if somehow you were planning a thing, don't don't. If and... you're if you're like driving in from out of state as opposed to flying because flying is terrifying. Uh, don't just don't save your money.
1: Well, and just in general, in the pandemic, I've said this before and I'll say it again. If you are listening for the first time or if you've been wondering about, you know, potentially visiting the resort because you you want the Disney magic, especially around the holidays. I really recommend you wait until we're out of this pandemic, especially if you've never been before. It's one thing if you've been to the resort before, then you kind of know what to expect. We were annual pass holders. we Will eventually renew sometime, maybe. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna give when it when things sometime. are better. Um, but if we had never been before, I would have waited. And I tell anybody that hasn't been yet, just don't. If you've already been before, that that first experience is there. You kind of know what you're getting into, but it's just not. It's not the same and you should be able you you also are paying full price for these tickets right you're not getting a a discount off of a discounted experience and that's not right you no. you have earned your money you've worked hard for it and you deserve to have the vacation that you deserve so don't don't waste the money on it for the love of god like wait until we're in a better situation so that you can Have those wonderful pictures of your children with their favorite characters so that you can go to Cinderella Castle and have Ariel come over to your table with your daughter and and have those memories. Uh, Be able to see the fireworks and the parades and everything. This stuff isn't happening right now, but we're going to be coming up on the 50th anniversary soon. It's going to be interesting what Disney decides to do. It's still a lot up in the air and they're being kind of secretive about it. We do know that there are some plans coming and we'll discuss that in the future, but wait. Wait, wait for, for it.
0: it. Like, hello Stephanie. Welcome to the show. You're finally joining us live. Hey. But um I was just reminded uh we were talking about taking pictures of people pulling their masks down, but you can keep your mask on and you can tell you're smiling with your eyes.
1: Yes, but then there are some people pictures. that just are dead inside so yeah. you can't see
0: it. So it's like I want people to know that I'm smiling. <laughs> so it's not a actual smile then. Um, so yeah, if you if you're listening to this and you don't like practice in a mirror wear a mask, figure mm. out how to like I usually for me it's usually eyebrows, like the eyebrows <laughs> usually and that and like you you can tell. You can tell. Um, I usually have a lot of accoutrement, like my glasses and my hat. So adding a mouth covering, yeah, or huh, over your nose, cover your nose, dear God. That's another thing, is people don't cover their noses, yeah. and they feel like they're getting away with something, I can't stand it. Okay. <laughs> Magic Kingdom, no go. Don't do it. Hollywood Studios, no go. Oh God, no, Justine. <laughs> Justine in chat just said, get a mask with a smiley face on it. So They one usually of our come last, out very One of our last trips... To Animal Kingdom. We were in line for one of the Avatar rides. And the very inebriated women behind us. One of whom was wearing a mask with her printed face on it. Was one of the legitimately one of the most terrifying things that I had ever seen because it was it was printed small.
1: You <laughs> didn't mean that. Um,
0: it was smaller than her face, so it was like a. So it was shrunk, and it was it was just the worst. And because they were drunk, they weren't good with spacing, and we had I had to keep like excuse me, ma'am, keep can you stay in the line, please? We're trying to keep six feet. They I, were trash. Oh, they were they, like. We, we walked by as they were leaving Tiffin's and they were, and we were like, I was just in the back of my head. I was like, please don't, please don't follow us. Please don't follow us. And you know, they weren't follow quote following us, but it was like, please don't go to this ride. Please don't go. Damn it. Ghoulish is a very good word. Justin mm-hmm. ghoulish is a very accurate. So while we're in animal kingdom though, I think, I think on the whole animal kingdom is a great place to visit for Christmas. I will agree the with that. The only thing that it's missing to me is the live entertainment, which we actually, the, one of the walking tour video uh, video channels that we frequent, uh, showed that one of the one of the musicians in Harambe is back and provides a little bit of, uh, of an atmosphere, which is nice, which is cool, um, as opposed to the full band.
1: Which we miss, which we miss. very much.
0: Um, Harambe, Harambe is a great place. A great area, yes. Uh, right now, the the little the small Christmas things that they do have in Animal Kingdom are aren't overt. They're very nice. They're stylish. The tree out front is very nice. The the paper craft and like snow time animals uh, are very are very cute and adorable. They used to be like walk around puppet characters last year, but of Obviously, course they're not doing they're that not right here. now. But high like animal the, and so. What Animal Kingdom does, which they have a very unique uh, situation that they can do, is they have these character barges that go around the river that circles the entire park. It's wonderful. It's so cool because the music kind of... It plays from the barge, so you know that somebody's coming. You don't exactly know who's coming. But uh, like one time it was Goofy with... Uh, Chip and Dale, who are dressed as dinosaurs. One time it was Santa. One
1: Santa's, t- <laughs> Santa's sleigh, by the way, was incredible. Sleigh
0: barge. Um, <laughs> one time it was uh, Pocahontas and Miko, yes. which was interesting. Uh, one time it was Mickey, Minnie, and, and Pluto. It seemed more like they would shake it up a little bit more frequently. It wasn't constant, but as you were walking, like people would stop. And go to the waterway and take pictures that it felt like we had more room yes, because we were up, we were up against the water and not, and we were spaced out, uh, at the thing. And because they kept moving, they didn't stop and they were going faster than any parade float would, uh, you know, people could walk, could walk and stop where they were at instead of like running up to try to catch it. Or trying to stay in their own place where they were, and it was a lot more dynamic, and I th- and I think a, a great option as opposed to the cavalcades that Magic Kingdom does.
1: Absolutely, and the thing too is because the river circles around the Tree of Life, the Tree of Life is in the center of the park, meaning that everybody can see it from no matter what land they end up being in the park itself so everybody gets a chance to see it nobody has to congregate into one area to watch and it moves by fast enough that you're not sitting around waiting for it
0: and it's all in theme like they're wearing their their animal kingdom costumes if they're like a bog standard character like uh, any of the the fab five um fab 6 time about- many?
1: Yeah, I I hear the some fab people ones, go the fabulous ones, the fabulous ones. <laughs> I
0: think that's a that's a wrestling and stable from back in the day.
1: I'll actually say too with Chip and Dale. So yeah, they are wearing their dino costumes, but one actually swapped out their dino head for reindeer ears. So it's it's just really cute. They've done like you know little things. I think Pluto was wearing reindeer ears as well. You know, all of the characters have some sort of holiday attire. Santa was incredible. Santa was great. Santa asked us specifically to make sure that we had cookies and milk ready for him when he came to visit. And now, you know, we're, we're locked down in that promise.
0: Yeah, we have to do it. It's, it's legally binding.
1: Yeah. And uh, it was just that was one of my favorite memories from the trip that we had. And uh, I think that that. Put me more into the holiday spirit. I felt the most holiday spirit while visiting Animal Kingdom. I'll I'll mm. just say that, mm. and the decorations, it's it's hard to really explain without you being there to experience it, but it it's really well themed. It's throughout the entire park, and there there's a level of commitment to it and naturalism and craftsmanship that is bar none.
0: I would say also culturally appropriate. Yes. Like, it may not, it may not all be Christmas decorations like in the Asia, Asia area. That's kind of Indian themed. There were Diwali decorations, which, which just happened. And if you celebrated Diwali, I hope you had a wonderful time, but like that, that's sort of a thing where it's not all just Santa and Coca-Cola ads and polar bears. Um, the, the, one, the one thing that I will that, – that was a bit of a detractor for me was the one nighttime offering that they had where they have this beautiful uh, pro- projection mapped experience on the Tree of Life um, that you can see from multiple vantage points. It's not necessarily ju- – there's, there's four uh, that you can see it from, but it's the same show on each side. And it's – oh was it? It was like five minutes maybe?
1: Uh, Maybe a little bit longer, and this is also something that they debuted last year, so it's the same exact projection mapping show.
0: Being this exact show last year,
1: they go between different animals. Okay. okay,
0: so the one that we saw was following a fox that was helping a bunch of other like for woodlandy animals, and then they all came over for for Christmas. It was very cute.
1: It was adorable, but it
0: was that it was a thing where it wasn't. Hey, we're doing a thing on the tree of life. Make sure to stay socially distant. It's just the thing started. So wherever you were, we were luckily on the main drag, like about to leave or going from store to store, and. I I feel like we were we were spaced enough. I couldn't see anybody behind us that was like rushing in, but the perspective on the Tree of Life is a little bit raised so that you can see it from anywhere in the park. So, it's a little bit more of, of an advantage as opposed to Main Street is the one main thoroughfare that you have to be standing in yeah. to see the the Christmas stuff. So, it was better and it was a better experience, but it still had the air of everybody stop what you're doing and look at this thing. Uh, And some people rushing in to make sure that they didn't, rushing in, Uh, only fools rush in uh, to find a spot to do it and not necessarily caring how socially distant there were. But it was, it was also very cute. And that made me feel Christmassy. I really, I really liked the thing and I I really liked the, the presentation and wasn't thinking as much about like the, the world because I just inherently felt better. Being in that space and the day that we had, like, another thing about Animal Kingdom right now is yeah, they do have limited offerings, and a lot of their shows aren't running. Festival of the Lion King isn't running. I hope that cast gets back to work as soon yeah. as possible. Uh, the Finding Nemo musical isn't running. I hope that cast gets back to work as soon as possible. Um, what other is there, is there any shows? Those are the two, There's, they're the performers in Pandora, like the drummers yeah. and the like the mech suit guy. Um, and and again, any any performers we hope can get back to work as soon as possible, um, and the and the Harambe musicians, um, but you can you can finish you can do anything if, like you can do everything at Animal Kingdom right now, and I think I can I can say that with confidence is if you go in the morning, you can do everything in Animal Kingdom.
1: Yes, and while some photos might look really frightening in terms of the length of the line, it is specifically just for the spacing. Mm-hmm. So naturally, things pretty much most lines go out of their regular queue space to make sure everybody is six feet apart. That is something that I will openly say that Disney has done really well. Is they do put six feet markers between throughout every single line for and, every single attraction and
0: as extended as they feel that it is like, uh, rarely are we in a line where we run out of the six feet lines. Yeah. Uh, there was one in, in magic kingdom, <laughs> uh, for Philhar magic, where we were just kind of, we were at the end of it like, very, uh, but in animal kingdom, like for their most popular ride for the avatar flight of passage ride, they the, it it goes far. You go all the way out from Pandora to just before the Market House and the bathrooms and the Festival of the Lion King. I'm seeing it in my head, and you loop back around, back under the bridge, back through Pandora and out out through the front of Pandora, like from like Tiffins and Starbucks. And while when we've been there, we've never been way far back. We've only been to that turnaround point past the bridge and we waited 45 minutes the first time and like 30 minutes this most recent time that's nothing for this ride
1: truly and i know that a lot of people are sad that they can't use fast pass right now fast pass just slows down the line because they they have to physically stop the regular standby line to let fast pass people in um basically as a quote Think of it as cutting, but you're getting permission to cut. (laughs) I feel like things are just running a lot more smoothly without it. And honestly, who wants to get up, you know, at 6 a.m. to set their fast passes for X amount of months down the line when they visit. It's exhausting and I hope it never comes back.
0: (laughs) So Stephanie is asking in chat, do people actually follow those markers or do you get the occasional shoulder breathers? We don't get people right up on us. We've, I don't, we've, I, during this time, we've never gotten people right up on us every once in a while. There will be the people that don't necessarily care. They'll kind of be a little bit in front of the line, a little bit behind the line. Um, it's and harder with bigger groups it's harder too. with bigger groups and with bigger groups we usually take an additional six feet because from one line to the next they could be taking up the majority of that space so then what's the point um, but as we mentioned the people like the ladies with the real masks if you're drunk and don't <laughs> notice the lines uh, it's it's more huh. I've had I think I've had to ask three two or three groups uh, across the multiple times that we've gone during COVID times.
1: And it's harder with the little kids I've noticed Mm -hmm. because they're just so excited excited and you know, they're, they're not being belligerent. They're just like looking at everything. And I mean, I, I think I can say that too, for most people, most people aren't purposefully intending to do something wrong. They just forget most of the time. If you do point out like, Hey, can I have a little bit more space uh, or you just say, hey, buddy, can look down at the marker, and then they go, oh, sorry.
0: We've only had one belligerent yeah. experience, and uh, I think, did we talk about that on the show?
1: I don't, but do you want to talk no, about... Well, no,
0: when, when we get there, yeah, yeah. but in, in terms of, of people following, most often than not, people people follow it, sometimes people loosely follow it, and if... If they're getting like pretty close, we talk to them. Like it, like that. I'm not necessarily afraid of, um, because it's the right thing to do. So it it depends on who who's around you, and um, when it comes to Animal Kingdom, you could probably do the safari a couple times. They also really inflate the wait times yes. on their like on the app. Um, and I don't know if that's an issue with how full. They presume it to be. It's also with with Flight of Passage, depending on how big your group is, can determine how big of a group rides in a particular section. So it's better to inflate than to not.
1: And also, all of the lines will eventually have to stop for 10 to 20 minutes for sanitizing measures at Mm -hmm. a certain point. And whenever that does happen, a cast member does come over the PA system to let you know hey, we're just going to go through the sanitizing measures. It's going to be, you know, this amount of time that we're stopped. So sorry for the inconvenience. Thank you for your patience. And nobody gets frustrated about it. Usually they're a lot faster than that, in my experience. It's usually about
0: 10 minutes. um, But also it depends on if you're inside or outside or under an awning, depending on how belligerent people might be. Other than, I say belligerent, but uh, how like harumphy people might be. Um, Also,
1: nobody wants to stand directly in the Florida sun. It is hot. It's
0: (laughs) terrible. Um, But ultimately, we've mostly found that people are complying because they don't want to get thrown out. Yeah. Um, Animal Kingdom, I think I can definitively say, if you're going with a family, is the place to go. If, 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 big if, if you have to go, if you've been saving for a trip... Animal Kingdom is a great place to go because you can still see a whole we saw the most animals that yeah. we had ever seen on the uh, on the safari ever really and especially with The new, if you're not watching the National Geographic series on Disney Plus about Animal Kingdom, highly recommend it. It's adorable. There's a little bit of sadness in there every once in a while because not every story is a happy story, but ultimately it's a very positive thing. You get to see how they treat animals in both Animal Kingdom and Epcot when it comes to the seas. And um, so to be able to. Marathon through that show. Uh, oh, there's a new episode. We haven't watched it. Oh yet. yeah, yeah. Uh, but to be able to watch that show and then look for those celebrities,
1: or be like, "Hey, I know that manatee. I know
0: that giraffe." <laughs> um, is, is is really fun. But to be able to go and see everything, like from lions to the silverbacks to all of the gorillas, um, all of the giraffes, zebras. Uh, I think there was only one one animal, our guide said, that we didn't see. But other than that, we saw a lot and in greater numbers. <laughs> so we, we had a wonderful time at Animal Kingdom. For it being the most busy time, we got to ride the three biggest rides in the... Uh, four, I'll count dinosaur in there. <laughs> um, not my personal favorite, but yeah. Oh, God. Justine. Epcot. Let's let's make the transition. Yes. Um so yeah, she she loves manatees. Manatees are her favorite. Um if <laughs> if Charlie and the Chocolate Factory had manatees in it, it would be the perfect movie uh, for her. Um but yes, Animal Kingdom was an amazing experience and one where we had enough space but we still got to feel Christmassy and we got to do everything that we wanted to do. We left the park with time, with time to spare. Um but transitioning to Epcot, we love Epcot. We are Epcot stands on this show. We've talked about it multiple times. That is our, that is our comfort place. This
1: is my boy. Yes, Figment is my boy.
0: He has I a love lovely him. Christmas su- uh, sweater right now. Yes. Um. In ter- and we've got our Dreamfinders and Dragons shirt. Epcot is a wonderful place. It is one of our favorite places to go. And um, part of that is the seas where you can see uh. All of your favorites from Finding Nemo and more, including they have a lot of rescued manatees, um, and they're big boys They're just like their lettuce and their pumpkins, and it is it's very it's very cool. You can see that you can see uh, the, on the surface, you can watch them feed the manatees, and then you can go down below in the tank and just watch them kind of sea cow around, but.
1: It's one of the biggest aquariums that's ever been built. At the time, it was the largest. There are dolphins. There are sharks. There are rays.
0: A lot of different types of rays too. Yeah. Um. A lot of little boys, a lot of big boys. Some turtles. Some dolphins. Um. We've seen the the and last time we went to Epcot, we saw the uh, dolphins like super active. Yeah. Which was the mu- and we we saw two swimming around like they were a couple. It was adorable. Um. They ha- there's a Finding Nemo ride in there that isn't good, but the finale, uh, because they project some of the scenes onto just like sort of bi- blank screens most of the time. The finale is in the tank, so you can see certain anim- like real fish swimming around with the um, the projected fish, and that's what the ride is worth going on for. Yeah. <laughs> if you've been on the subs in California, it's essentially the same ride, but it's missing a scene um but the finale the the finales are different that's what the thing yeah. is because the the finale is big blue world here um but in terms of if you want a nice christmas family experience you go to animal, Ki- animal kingdom if you want a nice adult christmas experience you go to epcot because epcot has all of the food all of the drinks uh international appeal there's in terms of rides to do, you could probably get them done fairly. If you if you hit Frozen first, or you're not afraid to wait in line for Frozen, which is uh, a, an hour plus wait, then Ugh. you can probably get everything done in Epcot. There are some spaces that are a little bit tighter than others, but ultimately Epcot is our place where we like to go take a couple laps, grab a couple of treats, and then head home.
1: But the one thing that you need to keep in mind right now is Festival of Holidays hasn't begun yet and it will be starting soon, but you know, when we went with quote unquote Christmas and the holidays starting throughout the resort, they really hadn't started any of the holiday stuff within Epcot yet. No. Because of the Food and Wine Festival, it delays them from putting up all of the decorations because they have to switch between the two. So the tree isn't up yet. Um, because every single park does have at least one really big tree. By the way, Magic Kingdom one, not so great. Not good. And it just just okay. Animal Kingdom's tree, really, really cool.
0: Cool and unique.
1: Um Epcot's is beautiful. Uh, I they they stick with the same ones. You know, they it's not a real tree. They they assemble it backstage and everything. It's in pieces.
0: They crane it out. Um, r- so with Epcot right now, it was supposed to be, all year was supposed to be the season of Ratatouille opening. Yeah. And Ratatouille still hasn't opened, And but all of the food and wine theming is Ratatouille. Uh, characters that, like all of the main characters, not just Remy and Linguini. Um, what was the female lead? Is it Babette?
1: No, that's from Beauty and the Beast. That's yeah, the feather that's Duster. Why I, that's why I
0: can't think of it. Colette. Colette. I was close, though. Um, and Gusteau uh, are, like, the, the faces. And, and I think there was a couple of Emils around. Oh, yeah. But they're they're the face of Food and Wine Festival right now because it was just a big Ratatouille theme that was supposed to go throughout the year. But the reason why I still, like, I would still consider Epcot a nice, a good festival or a good place to visit is because of the food because like yeah absolutely i i I hope but i don't think they're going to be doing actually actually like so last year we really enjoyed the festival of the holidays because depending on what area you're in you would hear how that culture celebrates christmas and they were traditionally on stages further back
1: Yeah, and we'll see if they're able to bring back any of them. Disney has also been very, very quiet about what specifically they were going to offer. I think that's kind of been because they're just kind of figuring things out at the last minute. But I I do hope that they bring back the different storytellers. I think that they can, because usually it would be one or two people on stage max, and they wouldn't necessarily invite guests to come up on stage with them or they don't
0: have to they can just tell the story and and go about their merry way yeah um particularly i would say for the food that like the the food is wonderful and in particularly the uh the hanukkah booth was i i will say this forever the hanukkah booth was a huge highlight amazing food pastrami with a homemade pickle uh, black and white cookie so good and uh latkes and while we were sitting and eating last year there was a man telling the story of hanukkah and it was awesome it was so cool that was that was a highlight that i will continue to talk about even though it's probably like a standard offering it was still a really cool thing to experience and i and i hope that there are certain things like that but you get to experience certain holidays of food it's it's kind of like a potluck because you can't go and visit yeah. like friendsgivings aren't advised right now you can have that kind of an experience by going to booth to booth to booth uh, they have the festival space open which is an indoor area that you can kind of take refuge from the weather or the world or whatever ha- you may experience and they're going to have offerings in there too but just in terms of it, like experimentation with food, experimentation with drink and being jolly. Epcot has a great offering and it 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 all it all depends on who else is there especially now. One of the last times we went, we were there we were uh eating in Japan and there was a party a couple tables over that was very drunk. And and, and all wearing
1: sombreros. All
0: wearing sombreros and serapes and it was a little offensive, but it was it was also that thing of if they're drinking and not caring, like Epcot is the drinking park that that is kind of a widely accepted factoid, and the problem with that is as people get more inebriated, the less they care about wearing a mask. It's the most we see people walking around with their masks on their chin because they're just openly drinking a beverage. Yeah, and even though we said earlier in the show that we had seen people walking around with signs saying please keep your mask on we've been seeing that less and less and it's one of those things where that that it's a job like employ employ more people and i know you just you just let people go but th- keeping people safe will keep people going, going to the park so if you have people that are employed to do that very thing more people feel safe more people are employed more people go to the park there's more. There's more profits.
1: Yeah, and you can't. You can't earn the public's trust once, and then think that you have it forever. We got him. I'm just going to say that openly. Disney, stop playing this game because you're. You're always going to be in the public eye.
0: Or to put it more in a pop sense, quit playing games with my hand. I didn't want to do it like because there's music business anyway. Yeah. Um, Epcot. <laughs> I. I would highly recommend as an adult holiday park, uh, a a a mature holiday park, and um, we. (laughs) Just just as an aside, every store or every store, every uh, pavilion has shops with like cultural representative things, and 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 there's certain things you can get in Germany, things you can get in Italy, things in Mexico. The American Pavilion. We don't know how long ago they did this, but where that shop is doesn't sell Americana anymore. It no. is a general Disney store now. And I think that's a very smart thing to do. Yes. Moving on from that. Um,
1: <laughs> but uh, as a regular aside, um, for the attraction specifically, because they don't have like big holiday overlays for the rides, they did start last year for one of our favorites living with the land living with
0: the stands right here
1: they they weren't fully up and operational yet but they have special holiday lighting that's going to be coming up um we took some really fabulous pictures last year that you can see on our twitter page actually that's what i hmm?
0: is that is that our pinned post I think we changed it since. We
1: changed it. I might bring it back up. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, and update maybe our cover picture to those sand snowmen, which were sadly not there when we visited. Sandmen. But I, I hope they come back. Um, but besides that, this year, and actually just debuting today via Twitter, it's all over the place. Our, our precious boy, Figment, over at the Imagination Pavilion, has now an ugly holiday sweater, which I want. A lovely holiday really, sweater. Really, really beautiful. <laughs> it has the, the symbol of imagination with the pyramids on the bottom, and then, you know, it, it, it's blue and white, and it's perfect, and it's 70s retro, and I want it so bad. But it also
0: looks like blueprints. Uh, At least to me, like because it's because it's light blue and white, it reminds me clever. of blueprints when it's like, "Ah, oh, it's blue sky," you're thinking of stuff, blah, blah, blah. Disney, 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 Disney. Um Keep your fingers crossed. Maybe. Um
1: At least it'll be a pop
0: figure. they sl- <laughs> Yeah. That that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a pop <laughs> figure next year. Um but in terms of holiday decor when it comes to rides, it's not as much as the cultural representation that you can get from different places. Uh, places that don't have uh, full experiences that you can visit in World Showcase may have a food booth, and, and so you can get uh, a little bit of an extra experience there. Um, it's also a short trip. Like, it's one of our favorite things because there's only so much you can do. There's only so much that there is to do. We've, we've gotten down to a basic checklist. Yes. Do you want to do this today? Of course. Do you want to do this today? Of course. Um, the Christmas Treats in Germany. Are, are so good. dangerous. So good. Um, I've got, I'm Sorry to make everybody hungry here, but <laughs> it is my new favorite thing, and I'm happy that we're not going back for a little bit because I I would get these in multiples every single time. Uh, gingerbread cookie, soft gingerbread cookie, not a snap. Buttercream filling, salted caramel uh, drizz, and then another gingerbread cookie on top of it for a, a ginger whoopie pie. It's one of the sweetest most decadent things that I can actually eat without being like oh this is this is too much it's so exquisite uh thank you Yates appreciate that uh it's phenomenal it's to a point where i don't know if i want to make buttercream but at least make like just a nice gingerbread, co- like that's that's my Christmas treat. Is a nice gingerbread cookie. He loves them. Maybe a little bit of that nog. Maybe a little bit of that sweet sweet nog. Probably not. Uh, but but that, and they also have a uh, caramel apple oatmeal cookies,
1: which is my favorite. Phenomenal. It's like so good. So, some
0: of the Christmas offerings are second to none. And, and ugh, yeah, in term in terms of food and drink, Epcot is the place to go. Uh, Animal Kingdom is a, has a wonderful experience. Avoid Magic Kingdom. Avoid Hollywood Studios. Which That's essentially we, our report card.
1: And we, we should at least, even though we did not step foot into Hollywood Studios for this holiday season, we have, of course, been watching the walkthroughs.
0: The decorations are like, th- those are some of the best decorations in any Disney park.
1: We adore them. So there's this dinosaur uh, that... <laughs> Is actually like a little ice cream shop. It, it's a nod Gertie. to you know, yeah. Her name is Gertie. Uh, a nod to like the 1950s and 60s era, like uh, roadside attractions and and different things.
0: The Gert,
1: and, and uh, it's it's a little ice cream shop, and they always every holiday season put a Santa hat on top of Gertie, and it's one of my low key favorite it's really things. Cute. And like,
0: it's it's all, like, Norman Rockwell art. It's, like, retro 40s and 50s decorations. And they're really pretty, but the park isn't worth it right now. If you, if like, honestly, if you want some wonderful atmosphere, go online and look up Walt Disney World Holiday Walkthrough and look for a 2019 one. Uh, I don't know, actually. I don't know. Depending on how comfortable you feel. Because sometimes watching people... If, if you pick one from the before time, as opposed to one from now, seeing a mass of people without masks at a time where it wasn't necessary, I think is more comfortable than watching a time where masks are required and seeing people not wear them properly. That's a little bit more like a, a paralysis demon to me, as opposed to uh, the before time, the long, long ago. Um because you get like the Christmas music, you get the atmosphere. It's nice. It's nice. It's just white noise essentially. It's just a nice thing to have on in the background sometimes, uh, which is what what we do whenever we like. Hey, should we go outside? Let's watch this instead, and we feel better. <laughs> um, we're hoping before too long to to take one last trip to Grinchmas in Universal Studios uh, Orlando, but um, we visited CityWalk recently, and it was it was okay um it was nighttime it was later and i don't and people weren't enforcing masks as much and it was frustrating but there were also a lot less people uh like a lot less attendees but um disney this may be the only year that you have to do it but you gotta rethink the strategy
1: yeah it's i mean i i don't really expect that they're gonna make any changes but also, it's important to be the dissenting voice when everybody say, is just like, hey. Yeah, and and that's what we're doing. I mean, I took a picture of all of the crowding around the castle. I uploaded it. Like, nobody really said anything about it, but it's just like, come on, guys. It's it, it It's uncomfortable. They're also doing projection mapping on Hollywood Tower of Terror yeah. at... Hollywood studios, and, and it changes as well. It's cute. And it, I, I've seen, you know, people crowding around on Sunset Boulevard there, and of course, taking pictures. And it's like, this is what we're trying to avoid. So stop it, Disney. Just stop it. Yeah. I, uh, do the basic decorations, play the holiday music, sell stuff because people are going to buy it. I I love mm. me some special holiday merch, but for the love of God, don't see it. don't change things. There's a, there's don't the projection mm. mapping is just causing the same problems. The cavalcades are just causing the same problems, and you should know this. And your cast members are seeing this. Do better. We we expect you to do better. And I'm sure we're going to have a whole lot of things to say when we go to Universal. I'm mm-hmm. I'm a little nervous for it because, they're even though they're reduced on their operations, um, it's been pretty intense on the weekends, at least during Halloween.
0: Horror Nights was rough. Yeah, and they didn't horror actually nights, have,
1: yeah, that that's why I stopped myself. They didn't actually have Horror Nights, but people still wanted to see the two mazes that they had. And then, and then for the, the third maze. That we didn't get to see with Beetlejuice.
0: Especially when it comes to Halloween in Universal, it's about crunching together and getting people into groups so that the scare actors can get them. And being in a bunch of people in a line for those mazes. So that already was, as much as we wanted to experience that, I didn't want to experience yeah. it. Like, like all through this year has been building towards a trip to Horror Nights because we missed it the last time. And since we have a couple of tickets lying around, uh, <laughs> we, wanted our, we wanted our last trips to be one at Halloween time and one at Christmas time because that seems like the most equitable thing to do. Um, but uh, I don't know what that's the word that came to my head, yeah. but seeing the insane crowds, the closer and closer we got to Halloween, it was just like, no, of course not. No, yeah. no, no, no. Um, so going around Christmas time, we're going to try to pick like a weekday or something as soon as possible. So it's just not, it's not going to be that big of a deal. And if we do have to bolt, we won't feel as bad. About yeah. It. Like I want to go to the store. I want to see a couple of the decorations Apparently, the Grinch shouts at people, which is, like, very character appropriate. Perfect. And I'm down for it. And apparently, the Grinch takes pictures of you, as opposed to you taking pictures with the Grinch, (laughs) which sounds funny. Um, I guess it also depends on where you go, whether you're in Seuss Landing or in Universal Studios proper, where Grinchmas Grinchmas is. Um, But it seems like a lot more... Oh, and each, like, land or attraction has a Christmas tree.
1: I can't wait to see the Atlantis one in person.
0: Cute AF. Um, Very, very excited to see that stuff. But also, as we said earlier in the show, we understand the responsibility as well as the risk. And we are going to go for as long as we feel comfortable. And if we don't feel comfortable, we're going to leave. And anytime we have done that, we've told staff just so they have numbers of, of people like... Hey, you guys should work on this. This because they are actively trying to maintain a level of appropriate action. So um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. But in terms of Disney, I think we're done for the season.
1: Yeah, and and that makes me sad. Like I I would like to see Figment. And his holiday sweater in person. But I, I don't think that that's going to happen this year. We
0: have some life stuff coming up that's going to that's gonna keep us. But ultimately, huh. Yeah. We, especially if you've made it to the end of the show. I think you can understand why we're going to be taking a bit of a break from from visiting the parks. We're still going to be talking about them. There's still a lot of stuff that we want to talk about in terms of the theme park world. So make sure to subscribe to us if you are watching us. On uh, Twitch Make sure to give us A follow here Uh, I also stream Video games here Um, And if you want To support us Drop us a subscription If you have Amazon Prime You get a free Subscription a month It would go to Supporting the show Supporting us And we highly Appreciate it If your podcasts Are more your jam You can't make it out To every live stream You want to go At your own pace You can go Your own pace (laughs) Uh, You can head over To Anchor You can head over To Anchor Where Anchor.fm Slash party of two where you can find your podcast provider of choice, find our page, subscribe, and then you'll get it every time. The podcasts drop on Wednesdays, and we record on Sundays. So if you want to get in on the conversation, join in the chat. Like Stephanie, like Yates, like Justine, uh, like Justin, uh, like everybody who's, uh, Alexis, everybody who's joined us live, if you want to come and take part, ask questions, that's where you do it. But if that's not your jam, you just want to listen at your own pace, head on over to Anchor. Uh, you can also sign up for a financial subscription, which uh, helps us out a lot. All of this, all of this stuff is free. Um, but if you want to help us out, you can either subscribe on Twitch or subscribe through Anchor. We humbly appreciate your listenership. And uh, soon we should we should we need to finish Disneyland Connected Adventures. There actually mm. there is a new theme park building game that uh, is releasing for the new gen. I think it's called Planet Coaster. That I'm looking into, depending on 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 how like how extensive it is, I need to look at reviews. But maybe that's something else that we can play here, where we can design a theme park on our brand shiny new PS Five. Hello, that would be fun. Um, so make sure to to subscribe for that. Um, I'm also going to be streaming stuff on Twitch.tv/slash Mark Budonica. Um, but for now, I think we're going to call it. Uh, make sure to head over. Oh, also, you can head over to tpublic.com/slash Party of Two and uh okay so anchor is party of two pod t public is party of two so head on over to to slash party of two pod nope party of two i just said that <laughs> and uh check out some of our stuff you can get it on masks you can get it on shirts pillows etc that also goes to us that also helps us we humbly appreciate it but you can also follow us on social media you can follow the show at party of two pod you can follow me at mark b donica on twitter and instagram and
1: you can follow me on twitter at dole whip drea
0: We humbly appreciate your listenership. We thank you for joining us on this episode of the Party of Two podcast. We will see you on the next ride.